This episode of TMS is brought to you by Magic Spoon. Go to magicspoon.com slash TMS to build your own custom variety box and try it today. And be sure to use the promo code TMS at checkout and get free shipping. Coming up on TMS, reverse Candyman is my sex move. Will the vaccine cover COVID-1 through COVID-18? Anal vaccinations. Finger up your butt. Worst dentist ever. I feel like these are going somewhere. No shows next week. I don't like handfuls of bees. <laughs> Five Five Candyman, three Beetlejuice, three Bloody Mary. COVID-2 Electric Boogaloo. Pfizer says you have no treaty, some vaccine, and no Lieutenant Yar! You could smell it from Denver. Always wear protection on Friday the 13th. Full of bone grit. Don't ruffle the religious feathers. Duh, how, do you, how do you smell now, Dan? And more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Hi, welcome to Urgent Care. I'm the doctor. Hi, yeah, I think my arm hurts a lot. You're lying. Anyway, here's some cocaine for your female hysteria. That'll be $900. Gizmo likes it, don't you? This is the morning stream. It's just what the doctor ordered. Hello, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It's Friday, November 13th, Friday the 13th, 2020. I'm Scott what? Johnson. Brian Ibbett, I know. Ooh, Brian. Ooh. Oh, man. Don't go to the lake. Whatever you do, don't have sex with teens. That's good advice in general, though. Yeah, don't, don't do that. <laughs> Unless you yourself yeah. are a teen. If you're a teen, I'm not here to judge. Then have sex with other teens. Talk to your parents, you know. Make sure it's something you want to do. That's true. I guess, yeah, I shouldn't just, Get some you know. protection, you know. You know, we're not here to we're not here to steer you in one direction or the other. We're just saying, teens are going to be teens. You go do your thing. We're really Adults. already getting... We're already putting the PM into TMS PM. Yeah, we kind of are. Throwing it right in there. Yeah. Uh, today is weird. It's uh, We're in the PM time slot just about just a little earlier than, than normal, but... This is not a PM. This is a makeup from yesterday, and it's to the wider public. It's on the main feed. Everyone will get it. What happened, you ask? Well, just the brief story was my internet went weird, and about every nine months, my uploads die. And I don't know why, and they always take four or five days to figure it out, and then it just kind of goes away. So I'm in the middle of that right now, and I'm currently using some backup DSL uh, bandwidth to get this done, and it's working. Good thing you've got that. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I feel like... I, I kind of hate that I have two of them when nothing's wrong. Yeah, right. But then the minute it goes wrong, I'm like, oh, that's why I got the this. this it's like, it's basically like, God, I hate paying for insurance. And then once you need to use your insurance, like, oh, boy, I'm glad I've got insurance. Yep. Otherwise, this would have cost a fortune. Yep, this is one. That's the way zeros. to think about it. Yeah, it's how you have to. So, so that's what we're So doing. really, uh, your, your, your internet connection thought yesterday was Friday the 13th. Oh. And, uh, and decided to do the Friday the 13th thing yesterday. Oh, that's fine with me if it screwed up. That's fine. Because now we can do it for real and it has no idea that it screwed up. That's fine. Right, right. I mean, I assume days are sentient and can think like humans. So Yeah, uh, that's 100% uh, accurate. Yeah, that's my sure. understanding of how it works. Um, but anyway, we're here. And it's a good thing because next week we're not. And I wanted to make sure we at least got our our Thursday edition and crammed it into a Friday. So welcome, everybody. It's mm-hmm. great to have you here. And thank you for being yeah. here. We have a quick follow-up and then a very special moment we're going to have together. Ooh, a special moment. Uh, the follow-up on the bees, the whether you'd eat the bees or not. Remember that? <laughs> yes, that guy, uh, right, the uh, 
the guy asking us if we if we eat how much bee, bees we can have in our bee vomit. Yeah, so it was, <laughs> I think it was bees twelve are... or sixteen bees or whatever. It was. I don't remember the number, but yes. Yeah. Uh, the follow up comes from somebody named Concord, which if that's your real name, badass, mm. cool name, man. Yeah. How uh, does it feel carrying uh, Phil Collins back and forth to Live Aid? Oh, geez. He, did he fly in a Concorde for that? Is that a story? He did. That's he, that's how he was the only artist to perform in at Wembley Stadium for the beginning of Live Aid and then in Los Angeles for the end of Live Aid. So he performed in, at both venues because he took the Concorde and flew from um, wow. one to the other. He's a rarefied human being with his fancy flight he plans. Is. And he's also got a groovy kind of love. Yeah, he does. I yeah. that. But now, unfortunately, uh, because his wife kicked him out, he's living in a stew stew studio apartment <laughs> that's a uh I, I will i can't take credit for that joke that's that's uh michael che but uh it's pretty I love good it. it's pretty good nothing wrong with they're repeating fi- that currently one. fighting over their house right now are they gosh life. dang it yeah. i feel bad for people that can't get along you know yeah marriage is cool stick it out yeah and all right anyway them, it just wasn't another day in paradise well here's what he <laughs> we're, we're almost out of uh we're almost out of songs you got any uh, uh, we are yes I mean, I'm all for him. So if you got another one, I'm all here. I'm here for you. I get whatever you need. Uh, so take me home. I'm sure that you know the last song on his uh, No Jacket Required album. I'll give you that one. And uh, uh, and now I'm done. That's all yours. What about I uh, can hear it coming in the air tonight or smell it? Was it? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, in the air tonight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's one. You and if you know anyone, he's currently looking for an easy lover. Oh, oh, easy lover. <laughs> I remember that song now. Yeah. Well, you've reminded me of all the old hits. Here's this email from Concord. He says. It was adorable hearing how many bees you would allow in your mouth on the show yesterday. Just uh-huh. watch this guy and then maybe answer the question from yesterday now. All right. So he's a little snarky, this guy, but I'm going to go ahead and yeah, do his advice. Have uh, you not watched this video yet? I have not. Oh, oh fantastic. I'm giving it to the, I'll give it to the chat room. You're, I guess you're putting it on the stream, right? Yeah, they're seeing it. Okay. So it's a bunch right. of bees at the timestamp. It's a, it's forwarded a little bit. The guy's got a handful of bees what's he doing with the bees oh lord what's he gonna do no 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 what do we <laughs> he's not really he is he is shoving bees into his mouth by the handful why yeah that's that's the that is the question to what end uh well so he can get a lot of views on youtube i guess maybe that's horrifying <laughs> oh i gotta send that to nick he'll lose his mind he hates <laughs> that is so weird why would you put a bunch of bees hold on is there a description here indian man stuffs his mouth with hundreds of live bees in this shocking video caught on camera where else would it be caught on, it caught on camera. <laughs> caught, right uh, caught on wax cylinder i don't see anything else are this are there comments? Hold on, show more. Okay, professional honey collector, <laughs> Souk Muhammad Dali. I can't read this. Uh-huh. Okay, here we go. Uh, age 32, Dali. resident really? of Kranjabanjapur village in West Bengal. Uh, he has been collecting honey for the last 16 years, but what makes him different from others is the way he goes about his business. Uh, while the usual way involves applying smoke around the comb to drive the bees... Or drive away the bees, rather. Suck Muhammad's method is hands-on. It starts off with the usual smoking, uh, but it's usually followed with him jamming this in his mouth? Hold on. According to visuals of his observed, stuffing his mouth full of honeybees. Later, he repeated the same. Oh, he put a bunch in his shirt. <laughs> of course. He was also seen cutting a hole in the middle of the honeycomb to put in his head. 
Though while the bees buzzed around his face, uh, once he's done collecting the honey, Sulk lets out the bees from his shirt. What about his mouth? Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, no, they're in my shirt. <laughs> he's more like, oh, no, they're in my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That is really freaking weird. Get them out of my shirt. <laughs> that is horrifying. Uh, so if any of you who are just joining us for the first time, live video, we don't normally show people eating bees on the camera, okay? That's no, not normal no. for us. So I blame Concord, if that is his real name. I'm guessing now not, since he sent this anonymously, or since he sent bees going on. <laughs> he doesn't want, does not want blame for it. Maybe this is, how, this is how... Uh, Candyman reloads, you know, he's got to, uh, Oh, exactly. It's like we're watching Candyman in reverse. Yeah. Yeah. How do you think he's got all those bees to let out of his mouth? He's got to put them in there in the first place. Is this anyway. what happens if you say Mandy can, uh, <laughs> five times fast? Yes. Or three times fast. It's five times for Candyman, right? Three times for Beetlejuice. Five Candyman, three Beetlejuice and three for Bloody Mary, I think. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So three, three and five. I don't know why it's five for Candyman. I think maybe they're just trying to be different. Uh, but the law of threes is always in effect, so I don't know why they did that. There you uh, go. Anyway, horrifying, terrible, and you're all welcome for what I've cool. done. Somebody, somebody send that video to Virginia Madsen. I'm sure she'd like it. Yeah, can you get on that? Oh, my gosh. I forgot she was in that. Every time you bring that up, I'm, I'm reminded and go, oh, yeah, right. Yeah. She's in that. Or was She in is that. in that. Yeah. She went on to better And then things. she was in Sideways with uh guy slapping his wiener on the They're making window. a new one, which I'm excited about, but instead of talking oh, about sideways? that. Yeah, they're making a new, uh, no, they're making a new, uh, a new Candyman. Oh, a new Candyman, you're, you're saying. Yeah. You're saying, with the, there's a new Candyman, you see. Yeah, a new Candyman, you see. And yes. it's with the, uh, the, the, the Peel guy. Jordan Peele's making it. Oh, yeah, Jordan Peele's doing it. Right, exactly. Not the other one. They don't talk anymore. No. Just kidding. I'm sure they're still friends. All right. We're going to play this now. Check this out right here. I think science is cool. I also think science is cool. And so we brought on a foremost expert in the area, or at least somebody who does a lot of commentary about the world of science. Welcome to the program, Mr. Bobby Frankenberger. Hello, Bobby. Yay. Hey, how are you guys? Good, man. How are you? Did you ask how I was doing? Yeah. (laughs) How are you doing? You cut off there for a second. I'm very distracted right now. You you sure can be. It's not a problem. Uh, You may know Bobby's voice from a previous season of, or last season, in fact, of ANTP, where Mm -hmm. he uh, took a blistering second place at the end. (laughs) And uh, I I voted for you, so you got my vote. I demand a recount. We're all in the mood for recounts. Let's go ahead and do a recount of Bobby's votes. But, uh, <laughs> or you could just claim the win. Do you want to just claim the win? You can just, you claim can just it. say you're you offering it. it. I, I claim it. Yeah. Yeah. Then we'll yeah. drag you out kicking, screaming around, around the 20th of January. Anyway, <laughs> it's good to have you here. We uh, we actually thought it would be cool to bring Bobby on. It was his suggestion, and I was like all for this uh, to kind of yeah. get a better perspective on the COVID 19 supposed state of vaccine that we keep hearing about um yeah it's a lot of talk about it i keep hearing stuff on the news this one's 90 percent effective or this other one gives mm-hmm. it to you but you only have it for two days and it's a lot <laughs> of stuff and not a lot of context and and now we're going to get some of that so let's dive in first can you tell us what is the status like that pfizer one let's start with that where is that thing and what does it mean for me and you and everybody else who needs a shot in the bum Right. Well, so the Pfizer one is the one that everybody's talking about because they just published their 
their interim clinical data, which basically means they're they're at least part of the way through, and in Pfizer's case, most of the way through their phase three clinical trials, mm-hmm. and they're ready to report on something. The FDA has said, okay, you can give this data out. You've got enough now. You can start telling people about it. Mm. Um, and the big news headline is that they the vaccine is ninety percent has ninety percent efficacy, and so that sort of means that. Um, it, it sort of means that if of the people who would normally have gotten the virus, uh, 90% of them will not if they take if they take this vaccine. If they get this first and it has whatever time it needs to do its thing, you should have antibodies by the time you come into contact with actual COVID-19 is the idea. Yes, exactly. How exactly. Does this, so how does this compare to like flu stuff and that sort of thing? Because how does that, I don't know how that goes every year, but is that only about a 90% efficacy or is it worse? Is it better? I'm, I'm actually not 100% sure on the flu vaccine efficacy. That one's really difficult because as you probably are aware, lots of people know that the flu vaccine the strain changes constantly and they're they're reformulating the flu vaccine every year. So we really usually don't know until after the flu season is over how effective it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's usually like a, uh, this is what we think the flu strain is going to be kind of thing because it takes such a long time to get the vaccine together that it might change between the time they mm-hmm. create it and the time they shoot it in your arm. Yeah. yeah, but if you're looking for a perspective on what that 90% means in terms of like, like is that good, is that bad? Well, the FDA requires the requirement for a coronavirus vaccine was only 50% efficacy. Oh, I didn't um, know that. That seems and like a, a low bar, doesn't it? <laughs> a little bit? <laughs> well, you know, probably that was specifically set for this one because of the emergency situation that we're in. Yeah, okay. Um, right. So they didn't want the, they didn't want to wait too long for, for vaccines to be able to get out there. Now, keep in mind, efficacy is not the same as safety. So it can be only 50% effective and, and be very safe. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a different thing. But uh, another number is that e- even better than that is that uh, experts were expecting this particular Pfizer vaccine to only be about 75% effective. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're going beyond even that. Mm-hmm. So this is very good news so far. It is good news. Now, uh, when, you know, everybody always wants to say when, I assume some mm-hmm. of the vaccines from this will start hitting, I don't know, end of year which we're pretty we're rapidly approaching end of year here mm-hmm. um but obviously you're going to take a lot longer to roll out everywhere what's your what's your bird's eye on that so they've Pfizer has a deal with the uh the United States government to to the 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 government's paying for a hundred well they're paying for altogether about 1.3 billion doses of the vaccine Mm -hmm. and that's going to cover about 600 million people because it's a two-dose vaccine you actually have to get it and then three weeks later get another Mm -hmm. um sort of the same as if if you you guys both have kids with the mmr vaccine with the that kids get you always need a booster after that right my van just had one of those where he had a three or four week uh gap between two different shots i don't know what they were but um yeah yeah There's there's several that are like that. So this particular one is going to be that way. The one from Pfizer, anyway. Um, there's there's several companies that are working on vaccines, and we can talk about that in a minute if you want. But the uh, so they the hundred a hundred million of those doses are planned to be uh, starting to <clears throat> excuse me get out by the end of the year. Mm. So already that's a, because that's higher Pfizer than I thought. Can, I thought they'd be way lower than that. But a hundred million is well, it's a third of the U.S. That's not bad. But I assume. I assume other countries want in on this and they're going to all mm. want it <laughs> at some point. Yeah, and, they, eh. and 
Yeah, of course, uh, us first. Um, right. But uh, Pfizer does have deals with other countries. I think the UK, Canada, Germany. Um, this this was co-created uh, with by, by a company called BioNTech, which is a German company. So you'd expect that in the US and Germany, they're probably looking to get those first but it doesn't have it's up to pfizer um one of the cool things about this vaccine everybody keeps talking about operation warp speed and how that has like influence on how all this stuff has rolled out and everything but one of the neat things about pfizer is they didn't take any operation warp speed money mm. um they wow. did this all in their own yeah i heard about that i heard they i yeah. mean they, the everybody keeps trying to assign not blame, but they're trying to assign um, credit. You know, credit. Credit. There's the word I meant yeah. for it being a part of that, but it was never a part of that, right? Mm-hmm. Or they just said, "Well, look, right. we've got the resources to do this on our own. We have our own workflows. We have our own stuff. We're just going to do this." Right. It's a the weird- only deal that Pfizer has with uh, the U.S. government is um, is for purchasing. Right. Uh, they've purchased those 1.3 million doses, and. Uh, they they haven't given any money for the development for the warp speed money and also um, they aren't handling any of the distribution either this vaccine is going to have very complicated distribution requirements mm-hmm. okay uh, let me ask you this so it has to be yeah okay. like it has to be kept at negative what negative 90 degrees or 70 negative 70 degrees or something degrees Fahrenheit yeah yeah so, so not at your local stuff. Walgreens probably <laughs> yeah. they don't have the facilities for that I'm off to the, I'm off to the CVS let's see how this goes this afternoon yeah. <laughs> well it's funny that you say that because because you would think that okay so that means your local pharmacy chains they're not going to have them but that's not entirely the case there's oh. a good chance that when they start to roll out you might be able to get them at a CVS or a Walgreens because uh just because they need to be kept that way, that's to keep them indefinitely. And you have to have it at minus 94 Fahrenheit. Oh, 94. I see. Um, but they can be stored from, I think, around minus 4 Fahrenheit uh, for up to 5 to 10 days. Now, that's, again, why there's a logistical concern, because they've got to have it in this sort of uh, ready-to-be-distributed form, get it out into local uh, warehouses, and then find a way to get that in trucks just in time delivery to the to the hospitals and pharmacies and clinics that are going to store them probably not at the temperature they need to be stored at is there anything to all this talk i've heard that each dose is costing the u.s government about 1200 bucks per dose does that sound right no the the it's actually i think about 19 and a half dollars per dose oh that's a Um, lot less than 1200 (laughs) dollars. yeah and so so per person that's about what 38 39 dollars per uh inoculated person oh right because it's doubled up right because you're doing two. yeah yeah um now that i want to be clear to all of your u.s listeners that that is not going to cost U.S. The government has worked out an agreement because they have paid for this in advance that it's going to be free to U.S. citizens. Right. So um, everybody in the United States is is going to be able to get it for free, and that's really good news. So, it's very good news. It would also yeah. be an incredible slap in the face if they said everyone in the U.S. needs to spend sixty five dollars on <laughs> forty this bucks to get after it. Yeah. How right. shittily this whole thing has been run. So after, yes, it's the right thing. Pfizer is getting a lot of crap for it though because they have already out and out said that they are the deal that they had with the government. They are planning to make a profit off of this, and there are other pharmaceutical companies who have said our vaccine that we are developing. We are just charging 
you know, at cost. Right, right, Well, and yeah. they can't, there's no, okay, this is a lot like copyright, right? Like the guy, Pfizer's making their version, they're not sharing that, right? It's just them and everyone else right. has to come up with their own. Yeah, that, that's exactly. That's obnoxious. Like, I get it that they're a for-profit company. I get that Pfizer's in the biotech industry and I get that they, you know, have to find ways to make their money. I understand that. But in yeah. this particular case, and not just Pfizer, whoever, like if somebody finds it, I understand he was like a Hungarian German immigrant guy that figured it out at Pfizer, <laughs> whoever it was. Uh, everybody wants to think it was a dude draped in an American flag somewhere on the freaking Capitol. But right. it's this dude who came up with it and or, you know, figured it out for them. It would be it seems to me it would be expedient on a worldwide level to say we've done a thing that will literally save hundreds of thousands, millions upon millions of lives. Yeah. So let's mm-hmm. not be dicks this time and let's <laughs> spread it around and get everybody making it. Like, I don't understand that kind of thing. That just boggles my well, mind. Well, not pharmaceutical companies. It's not like they have lots of money. <laughs> right. They I mean, they're no barely, yeah. those dead guys are poor, poor guys are barely getting by. Oh, Brian, they're barely um, sco- scooching around, barely yeah. making it. Speaking <laughs> a living. So is this something, um, I know, obviously it's, it's COVID-19. Will this cover COVIDs 1 through 18 as well? No, just kidding. <laughs> um, but actually, kind of on that same note, when the next... When COVID-21, the strain uh, rears its ugly head next year, if a strain rears its ugly head next year, will we have to go through all this again? Or is there a way to get, is the is the vaccine an, an inoculation? I guess is the, the, dif- the differentiation I'm trying to make. Can we wipe this thing out like, like polio? Or is this going to be like the flu where every year we're going to have to get our flu shot and a COVID shot? Well, to add so, to that, I mean, this is a, it's a, it's a, uh, and correct me if any of this sounds wrong, but it's a novel novel virus meaning it's it's unique and new and all that we don't have immunity to it but flu it's in the still in the same family as flu like Mm -hmm. that's they're still kind of sharing the same you know hateful dna roots but the point is this one of them like flu you get it and then maybe you got a flu shot but you get a slightly different version like to add to Brian's question, is this the kind of thing that will right now we can look at and say, well, that's COVID-19, but is it going to spread out like a bunch of roots and become a COVID-1000 yeah. and be all these different versions of it that we have to worry about? Well, okay. So the short answer to that question is, yes, it will change. There will be new ones. It already has. Um, this, is, right, this virus is SARS-CoV-2. Mm-hmm. Um, it's this, it, the first one was SARS-CoV-1. Um, or I guess they just called it SARS. It was OG SARS-CoV. Um, <laughs> and, uh, was it really OG, or is that the nickname you're no, giving because it's the original no, gangster? That's, that's what I'm. That's what I'm coining. Okay, right good. Now. Oh, bummer. I was really hoping it was OG. <laughs> no, um, so it will mutate, uh, and okay. and and it'll it'll change, and it has mutated already. Um, <laughs> there are several strains that exist right now already, but the good news about that is that it doesn't seem to be the variations between the the genetic uh, the virus seem to be small mm-hmm. right now and so they're able to be worked with which is really good news for the vaccines that are being in development also because that means they're they're likely to be able to work for lots of different strains all at the same time oh that's good um, but uh you know it's it's possible I want to focus in on the question that you had, Brian, about like, are we going to be able to be inoculated by this? Because this is, I yeah. think, an important point. This this is something that uh, the experts are talking a lot about now, mm-hmm. which is how it, it's a as you might imagine, it's a complicated answer. But to 
to sum it up as best I can, I am not a vir virologist, um, sure. <laughs> but uh, it's it really depends on a lot of things. But primarily, how long does the immunity last when we give this vaccine? Mm -hmm. um, people are hoping that it lasts as long as six months, which which is would be great. Um, but a lot of people are looking at more like three or four months, which okay. um, doesn't sound great, which means we probably won't be able to wipe the virus out, um, which means, and Fauci has been talking about this more, and you hear experts talking about this more, which means we're likely looking at what's called an endemic virus. Mm. And what that means is that it's probably going to be with us in, indefinitely. Like perpetuity! The okay. Perpetuity! <laughs> Now, yeah. that doesn't mean that we're going to be having to wear masks and social distance like we are now forever. What it means is that we're just going to have to keep an eye on it and we'll probably have to get, you know, in addition to your yearly flu virus, we'll probably have to work in a some sort of, you know, COVID-19 uh, vaccine. It's like people who get uh, whooping cough inoculations yeah. and stuff like that every couple of years or whatever it is. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but probably a lot more frequent, probably annually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, as long as it's not anally, I'm fine. Do it anally, <laughs> but not anally. Hey, you know, whatever. Look, you, you have to get the shot yet. Oh, I was going to tell you, Bobby, this is this is fun news for you as a guy who covers a lot of science stuff. Um, my daughter today was asked by, so she goes to the University of Utah. She's a student and she works there. Um, they're all remote these days, but her and her entire department were asked, uh, plus all the student body or anybody who's enrolled, were asked to uh, volunteer Although I think employees were kind of mandated to do it because they that was just, hey, part of your job is you're going to do this for us. But I think the students were volunteers. But anyway, the idea that today was that in all these different locations, go get COVID tested. They're trying. Okay. They got a big grant from the government, local government, to try to figure out some stuff. Don't know what. I think it's mostly about um, asymptomatic carrying and stuff like that. Sure. And so Carter had to go do it along with a bunch of her friends and people that she works with today. And it was all drive up. Here's what was different. For this study, they're using the exact same test they would for anybody getting the test, but they've moved to not taking you in your car and having you roll down your window and shoving that thing up your nose. They're making you shove it up your nose. You're doing right, it you to yourself. Right, you shove it up your own nose. Yeah. 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 My, yeah my, Apple's doing this too. My wife is a pharmacist at CVS and they do COVID testing and that's what they do is they just, you know, the you drive up to the drive-in window at a pharmacy and they've got the drawer that they send out mm -hmm. with. Right. They just shove like the, the bank kit in there, yeah. <laughs> shove the kit in there, and they stand through the 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 window without you know through the speaker, and they're like, "All right, so you're gonna have to shove that up your nose and <laughs> deeper, deeper." Uh, yeah, no, that's no, no, what no. they kept telling deeper. her. But she said, "Hey, all the time." They're like, "Nope, nope, that's not far enough." I mean, there's one <laughs> thing. Sure, it's yeah. one thing when a medical professional does a thing to you. You know, it's like, oh well, that's what they do. They're supposed to. They're supposed to put their finger up my butt or whatever. But in this case. Here, do it to yourself. Right. Stick yeah, your finger up your do. own butt. <laughs> Take your own prostate for a change. Oh, my God. Yeah. I can't even imagine doing that. Like, I can't even fathom the idea of checking my own. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so I, I got a, a, a large right question now. here to ask that may or may not. You may or may not have an answer to. I'm not sure. But is it is it going to be, and how well can we know this, but is it going to be safe for people to take this vaccine? Uh, th so that's a question that's been on people's minds for a long time. Um, 
so even before the announcement of this vaccine, when they started talking about how phase three trials were starting from a bunch of these different companies, people were saying, well, is it even going to be safe? This is so fast. You know, the what was the number? The, the fastest vaccine before all this was like the measles vaccine and took four years. Mm-hmm. You know, how can a, one that takes nine or 10 months, you know, be good? Aren't you cutting corners and all that kind of stuff? The short answer is that... Yes, it's almost certainly safe. In fact, the data that come has come out from this has said that they haven't seen any safety concerns at all yet. Mm-hmm. Um, That's good. Which is good, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but we could have probably predicted that it was going to be safe. Um, and mm-hmm. the reason is, like, the nine months thing, it's not as fast as you think it is. Um, it, it seems fast when you just look at it and you think, oh, well, they just started working on this vaccine nine months ago and then now they're done. But like the vaccine... First of all, there's a couple of things that went into making it so fast. First of all, is it's not like we've never seen a coronavirus before. Mm-hmm. Um, so scientists already kind of knew about these viruses, and they know a lot about them and how to handle them, and and, and knew where kind of to start. So that gave them a little bit of a head start. The second thing is that the the delivery mechanism, the new, because this very exciting, this Pfizer vaccine is using a brand new type of technology called mRNA based vaccines it's it's pretty cool but um they uh they'd been working on this technology since the 90s they know how it works <laughs> um it's just getting it to work on this now a lot of people are wondering about the government involvement how they were they a lot of people felt like okay the government was speeding up the whole process well i already said that the pfizer vaccine they didn't take any of that money mm-hmm. but even the companies that did like maybe Johnson and Johnson and uh, AstraZeneca and some other big pharmaceutical companies that are that are working on vaccines, who did take the money. The thing is that all that the money did was allow the pharmaceutical companies to remove the risk that was going on. When you're when you're developing a vaccine, you have all these phases of testing you have to go through, and at each phase, phase one, phase two, phase three, they only make enough of the test vaccine to do the test. And then after the test is done, they look at the results, determine whether or not they should move on to the next phase. And once they've made that decision, after lots of people debate and scientists go back and forth, then they say, "Okay, well, we're going to go into phase two. So we need to make enough vaccine to do phase two. Mm. So because they want to minimize the risk, they don't want to make a bunch of it and then it crap out and then they have to throw it all away. That's a lot of money. Sure. So the government said, let's uh, let's speed the process up. Let's allow you to go ahead and make a ton of this stuff. Yeah. Uh, whether it works or not. Right. And um, and it takes a lot of the risk out of it, which speeds up the process. And they also allowed phase one and two trials to happen at the same time, which is fine because it was phase one is animal testing and phase two is initial human trials and small group trials. So they were able to do that at the same time. And that helped cut some of the time down, too. You so we'll those ever, are all the reasons. Do you, like, we'll you think we'll ever find out that one of the trials was involved a uh, pink eye and a fly? Do you think that'll ever happen? <laughs> no, probably not. Okay. But uh, hopefully not. All right. What okay. is the likelihood of a zombie outbreak based on this vaccine? <laughs> well, did, uh, I've been told not to talk about that. And has okay, anyone good, seen good. Pence in a while? Um, <laughs> all right. Well, that's very interesting. Um, I'm, I have to admit, I, you know, come into this sort of blind in terms of like knowing what I, we know very little like uh, all the headlines seem very brief and it's all very oh great Pfizer's got a thing what does that mean okay how soon like those basic questions are out there but you know how effective it is and 
you know, the, the potential yeah. cost, or in this case, no cost to people here in the States, like all of that stuff, I don't think that's as well known. So, um, yeah, and there are, there is a lot of stuff we don't know about this vaccine. Uh, so we know they haven't published all their data yet and they're not done with the phase three trials. They'll be done probably within the next couple of weeks. Um, but, uh, there's a lot we don't know yet. Yeah. And, um, but that has to do with like how effective is it in, in, in particular subgroups of the population versus this group as a whole, you know, is it preventing, is it, does it also do a good job at preventing, um, severe cases of COVID-19 because we haven't seen any of those in the test data that they have. Mm-hmm. Ideally, you would like to see r- some severe cases pop up in the test groups because that would give you data about, you know, the unvaccinated versus vaccinated group, how many popped up in each group. So you can say something about, does this also help with severe cases? Um, and then, you know, other things like, like technically I just found this out from looking at this data, but, um, the uh, just because a vaccine will prevent you from getting COVID nineteen does not mean that it will prevent you from spreading the virus. Right. Oh. Okay. Sure. So you. So we don't know yet whether this uh, will stop the spread of the virus. Right. It may like so it would prevent you from feeling any symptoms, but you may still carry the virus to be able to spread it. Exactly. To somebody you can else. still be a carrier. Exactly. Wow. Okay. Well, that's the other thing they don't know yet, right? Like whether or not people who have had it truly don't have it again, either as symptomatic or as just a carriage. Like that stuff's still kind of a mystery. Yeah. Um, And and I think that's partly what they were doing with these students, by the way, is they were trying to not just look for carriers in their age groups, but also how many of you have had it and if they can correlate any cases Mm. that they show positive yet they've already had it. Like they're trying to figure all that, that out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and Pfizer's not the only one working on a vaccine. Other people are other companies are saying that they're ready to to get one out by the end of the year, too. So they're producing a lot of vaccine like we talked about already. But other companies are going to be producing hundreds of millions of their own vaccine. And if they work out great, then we're we're likely to start seeing this start to I mean, I, I hate to be like too optimistic but i'm i kind of you know i'm like we Mm -hmm. might be turning the corner of this around the beginning of the year if everything goes well well it is i mean it is definitely a none of it's an overnight thing right it's impossible just like the spread was impossible overnight but Mm -hmm. uh, and everyone still has to be good Right, we right. still got to be still got to social distance. Still got to. <laughs> we got to be good in the first place. That'd be good yeah, if we could do that here in this country. <laughs> um, they're shutting everything down again. All the schools are shutting down here. All the freaking everything. Yeah, else. we had a big spike here in Denver. So, unfortunately, uh, we're we're looking at we might even be looking at a shutdown again out here because yeah. we've had such a spike. Yeah, I wish they would do it here, but in South Carolina here, we don't shut down for nothing. We ain't shutting down. <laughs> well, you got Brian Dunaway. Shut Everything down. Shut up. <laughs> for some reason, I always think you're in California. Why do I think that? I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. I know you're in South Carolina, he's, but I he's always a California voice in a South Carolina. I think that's city. it. So whenever I, I talk to Bobby yeah. about time zones, I'm like, yeah, I think that's uh, it's 12 here, it's 11 there, and uh, you know, like I'm I'm like I'm completely off the ra- the wagon. Yeah, on you time. give me a Pacific time zone for this, and I was like, okay, I guess that's what you give people. <laughs> I love that you didn't. I'm kind of glad you didn't correct me because this is good show content. Anyway, uh, well, this is great. Now here's the deal. Um, I've made a, an executive TMS decision. Uh, Brian and the rest of the board, we're going to hear about it later, but I'll go ahead and announce it today. <laughs> Okay. Whenever there is a significant uh, or interesting bit of science floating around out there, we're bringing Bobby on. And we're going to talk about it. So Let's do it. 
New segment. Fine. Uh, not yeah, a rubber side. <laughs> it's Brian, a great idea. <laughs> Brian raised his hand in agreement. Uh, but I just love the idea of being able to have some sort of go-to out there when these sorts of stories come up and it's more than just us, you know, yapping. Because we don't know. Brian and I don't know. We don't know. Mm-hmm. What do we, we know? How do we know? What do we know? What do we know? Nobody cares. Well, I love talking about it. You won't get an argument from me. That's Science. right. Here's what you need to do. Tell people <laughs> where they can find other cool Frankenberger projects so they can catch up on your other stuff. Well, I have a science podcast called All Around Science. You can get that just in all the places that you get podcasts. You know, that's the that's what you say. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we, uh, we if you want to know, we go deeper into that on Monday's episode that's going to be coming out. We're going a lot deeper into exactly what we just talked about here, talking about more of the details, how they calculate all these things. And we did a whole bit on an early episode, I think episode... I think it might have been the first episode of our podcast um, a while back where we talked about how, uh, what are the different types of vaccines that are being developed and this particular one, also the mRNA based vaccines, what is that technology and why is it so cool and how does it work and stuff like that. So that's all around science, um, you, all around science.com or uh, wherever you get podcasts. They should do an mDNA based vaccine so that we can all get high well <laughs> sounds like a great time will i go with uh some crystal method music playing while we get yeah, it uh exactly <laughs> can i have some molly with my vaccine please uh bobby always a pleasure to talk to you and excited about what the future may hold for conversations just like this thanks for hanging out with us today yeah thanks for having me on guys all right thank you see you man all right i really like bobby's take great on segment stuff. i love that yeah it's great and you know it's not an every week thing but when there's a thing right. and we don't know what we're talking about we're having a science doesn't happen all the time science is very very like very rare and limited that yeah. science happens yeah so there's no point in having to come on all all no, the time because there's never i mean this whole world there's no science all the time <laughs> it's just us talking about stuff with no science right involved. exactly jeez jeez louises all right we're gonna do uh, great this. job bobby Thank yeah you. that was great we're gonna do this now now if you'll excuse me i must go take my vitamins your news has upset me greatly we're gonna do the news and it's brought to you by brought to you by coverville had an episode yesterday celebrating the 75th birthday of mr neil percival young that's right his middle name's percival why wouldn't you why wouldn't you make that part of your name that you put put out everywhere if your middle name was Percival. Uh, classics like Needle in the Damage Done, Cinnamon Girl, and uh, Rockin' in the Free World performed by <gasps> Simple Minds. Yes, uh, you can hear it right after you listen to this show by going to Coverville.com and uh, checking it out. It went up yesterday. Listen to it whenever you want. Yeah, it's a Thursday production yeah. now. So That's right. Go get it, you dummies. I want to live with the Cinnamon Girl. <laughs> we could be happy. You know, I'm I'm the kind of guy who really likes Neil Young's songs, but I kind of like them more when they're not sung by Neil Young. Yeah, me too. Like a sing, yeah. like a cover. Well, like you're like Coverville. This is where the perfect place yeah. to get your Neil Young exactly. without Neil Young in it. So exactly. I agree. He's just too. It's like, dude. All right, we get <laughs> exactly. it. My cat's whining now. <laughs> Dog's turning his head. Uh, here's a good one for you. Story for you. Uh, there was a body found in Canada. And it was uh, identified as a neo-Nazi spam king. Oh, so he makes a lot of dishes with spam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just spam food. Zuby and... uh, Yeah, Hawaiian food. That's the only only spam uh, dish I know. You ever had spam-based sushi before? It's very good. Yes, and... 
you just can't call it sushi. I agree. It's spam and rice. I agree. It's not. It's a. It's an unholy combination. But I like yeah. the taste of it. But you're right. You got to call it something else. Yeah. No. I'm not, I, I'm not a fan of spam uh, at all. Tina and I decided to get a can of it just to try it out because we hadn't had it since we were kids, and I forgot how much you get like bone grit mixed in with the meat in uh, spam. Yeah. Comes up a lot. It happens. You get a lot of that. It's full of bone grit. It's full of bone grit. You're not it's like, wrong. Oh, what is this? Uh, why am I eating cartilage? You know, we can afford actual meat. Why yeah. are we getting this? Yeah. Why are you even doing this? Like, I understand, yeah. like in tight times or World War II ration style, whatever. I get it. Right. Yeah. But we don't need that now. No, not yet. <laughs> Hang on yes. to your spam. You might need it. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, the body of a man shot uh, inside and burned of an of a burned out vehicle in Canada three years ago has been identified finally as that of David Davis Wolfgang Hawk. He, at the time, was a prolific uh, spammer and neo-Nazi who led a failed anti-government march on Washington. Uh, that was back in 99. Uh, homicides detectives, they originally thought that the man found alive or found in the car June 14, 2017 in a torch SUV on a logging road in Squamish, British Columbia. Squamish. Squamish. Very squeamish in British Is it really squeamish? No, it's squamish. Is it squamish? It's squamish, yeah. It's a terrible name either way. No, all they need is an E in there, and it would be squeamish. Very nice. Uh, yes. He was also known as Jesse James on the internet. According to the report, a press conference held last month, let's see, a DNA evidence-linked uh, missing persons investigation uh, has confirmed the man's true identity as this Wolfgang Hawk guy. Uh, more, more likely, he was probably known as Jesse James 15312 on the internet, because I'm sure a lot of people before him wanted that name. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, make it as long as that movie The Coward Robert Ford <laughs> Shot by whatever Right, right, exactly That's a good movie, by the way I always bring it up But I actually really like that movie I need to see it I hear good things It's good um, It says here uh, For many years Hawk was a big time purveyor Of spam emails To help support his neo-Nazi stuff uh, That included hawking pornography And male enhancement supplements Such as Viagra He'd reportedly bragged about The money he earned from spam uh, but told friends he didn't trust banks and decided to convert his earnings into gold and platinum bars. This guy'd be all about the freaking Bitcoin now, wouldn't he? Yep. yep. Uh, the sparked rumors that he had possibly buried his ill-gotten gains on his parents' Massachusetts property. In 05, AOL won, AOL won a $12.8 million lawsuit against this dude for relentlessly spamming its users. A year later, AOL won a court judgment authorizing them to dig on that property, although no precious metals were ever found. But... Huh. The neo-Nazi is dead, and it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, I think the, the smartest thing you can do is tell your friends how much money you're making and then tell them you don't trust banks. Yep. Like, that combination uh, will will keep you alive and healthy forever. Yep. Put it in your... Uh... <laughs> it's like the guy I saw yesterday who put up on Twitter. I was so irritated with him. Some scalper who bought, like, I don't know, 30 or 40 PlayStation 5s. Mm -hmm. uh, hoarded them basically, and then was selling them Church. at a starting price of nine hundred bucks for the for the discless version, and then the one with the, the drive in it was going to be like twelve or eighteen hundred or something Jeez. as starting prices, right? So he's going to auction dickhead. these uh -huh. total dickhead. So I hate scalping. I hate it. I hate it. It's yeah. just the worst yeah. thing ever. Well, the problem is he was so cocky about it on Twitter and made such a big stink about how he had all these, and don't worry, this is only the first shipment and. F your feelings, mm -hmm. just come buy one. Like all this uh -huh. kind of a-hole talk. Somebody leaked his address. <laughs> I'm not saying doxing's good, but I am saying that guy's got, you know, a couple hundred nice. grand worth of hardware there, and I, maybe you shouldn't be so cocky about your freaking scam, maybe. Yeah. 
If anyone uh, goes and steals one of those, rips, you know, breaks in his house and takes them, I'll buy one for regular price, please. Yeah. I'll just give you a regular it. retail price for an unopened box. Give you a regular box. retail price yeah. for an unopened. There you yes. go. But you're not going to pay eighteen hundred for that. Come on, come on. No, no, come on now. This isn't Sorry. some limited time thing. Sony's going to make these forever. So exactly. Lame. They'll have stock in a month. Yep, or less. I'm fine waiting until then. Maybe even less. You Maybe even know. less. All right, moving on. Uh, a woman, age 91. Woman. She was stranded for two days after she uh, fell at home. Okay, so she's an older lady. Oh, fell no. at home. Okay. Can't move. You know, that's why they have the, the life alerts. Yeah, the, that's right, because you might fall and you can't get and up. You can't get up, so you got to talk to that ill-fitted that man in the ill-fitting uniform in that commercial. Don't worry, man. We're on our way. I'm like, dude, freaking tuck your shirt in lower. What are you doing? <laughs> Do they make that shirt in your size? <laughs> I don't know why I always notice that, but that guy just is so not cool. Anyway, fell at home, and she ended up eating plant soil to survive. Mm. Mm. Lots of iron, I guess. Well, when there aren't bees around, go for the soil. <laughs> Let's see. British woman. Call back. <laughs> She relied on an, on eating plant soil for two days in order to survive. As she, uh, or, sorry, after she fell while at home, she was alone. She was unable to get up, according to local reports. Rosemary Frank is her name. She's a volunteer bus driver for Derrick County. Uh, let's see. Wait, no, I'm sorry. Has volunteer driver Derek Cowdery to thank for saving his her life? I, I made that all wrong. There is no Derrick County, and she didn't drive the bus. All right. Anyway. He decided to check on her when she missed her usual bus trip to her hair salon, according to the Aww. Worcester News. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. So, wow, the bus driver said, huh, she's, this is usually the day that I see her. Yep. She was like, Aww. oi. <laughs> I don't know how he talks. <laughs> uh, it's, that's see. really cool. A volunteer bus driver. Oh, so it's one of those, like, uh, one of those accessor rides. We have those out here. Yeah. Like old ladies yeah. want to go gamble. You drive them out there <laughs> or or 50 year old men oh, oh nothing wrong with that oh no, I'm just kidding. brian brian's been on one of these buses i've no i really have much but, no. uh, okay i could see you on it though at 75 or 80 i could totally see oh it. i totally will be yeah no me? problem who cares then the whole man, drive up i'll be talking about so you see where you're playing craps <laughs> you want to make the pass line bet because that's the one that's got the best odds except like the other day you'll call it the schmengi or something because you can't remember you gotta bet so there's the flop and then the river <laughs> and then the schmengi <laughs> you gotta bet on the schmengi if you really want to make the money oh man <laughs> I'm looking forward to this world that we don't yet occupy. Yeah. Um, all right. So this lady was lying on the floor. I don't mean laying, I don't mean on the floor telling stories that weren't true. I mean she was lying on the floor. <laughs> uh, where she had been there for two days. It says here, All I know is that today, if Derek hadn't gone out of his way to help me, I would be dead, she told the Worcester News. He saved my life. He is my knight in oh, shining armor. It's the Worcester News, by the way. Oh, what did I say? Worcester? Worcester. It's a common thing, but it's you basically pronounce the first five letters as worse, and then the last four letters as stir. Worcester. And it's Worcester. Okay. Like Worcestershire Shire sauce. Worcestershire sauce, exactly. Is it sire or Or Shire? as I call it, what's this here sauce? <laughs> okay, that's better. That's better. <laughs> Can I have some of that what's this here sauce? Yeah. <laughs> she says she doesn't remember anything except um, she talked with her daughter on Saturday night. Next thing she knew, it was Tuesday and she was in the hospital. She says, I don't remember anything that happened in those two days or how I fell and injured myself. She says, quote, 
They found soil in my stomach, so I must have eaten some in desperation to stay alive. The plant was my gift was a gift for my son, so I'm very grateful for it. What's that? <laughs> oh, my phone! My new phone arrived. Thank you, dear. Ooh, is, is that, that a Max sign or what? Yeah, I got 12 the Max. Max Pro. I got the Max this time, just to see. Yeah, Pacific Blue. It's only an extra five bucks on the payment thing, so I was like, I think I'm just gonna get that. Yeah, so I was gonna Pacific do it Blue. anyway. Did you get Pacific Blue. Get Pacific oh no, Blue. what did I do? I don't remember. Oh my gosh, I don't remember what color I chose. Ooh, it's almost like a mystery unboxing. Let's do it right now. Hold on. Okay. I need something right. sharp. Oh, there's nothing sharp. You don't need a sharp box. It's an Apple box. There's a little thing. Uh, there's a tab on the side you can pull. What's? It's taped. No, there's a there, look. Look around the box on one of the corners. You'll see a little arrow tab thing. Nope. None. No. Oh. Normally you're right. It's not the here. cardboard is- box on the outside for mine. Actually had a. Oh, they taped over that. Yeah, they taped. I think they taped over it. Yeah, because that that would be right where it's at. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna learn together what Scott thought was a good color because he can't remember. <laughs> I would have bought the product red if it was available on the 12 Pro. It was not, sadly. Oh, the oh yeah, that's right. They don't have it's on the regular there. It's on the regular. Yeah. I also regular like 12. that. Okay, here we go. Oh, okay. It's it's definitely the phone. Oh man. None of this is easy. Ugh. Okay. Here we go. Well, that's big. Holy shit. All right. So we're gonna pull that back. Okay. Now it's easy Jamie. to open. Now we got all the easy openings. And Jamie. we're going to open it. <laughs> oh, I got gold. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I got gold. Oh, okay. That's right. interesting. So the gold. Oh, yeah. So the gold is all. The gold part is all on the outside, right? Hold on. Well, yeah, you don't want it on the inside because then you won't see it. Can you see it? It's all shiny gold now. Oh, yeah, so there's like the the rim. Yeah, the back is like yeah. the the same gold as before, but the rim is like uh I don't know why I thought that seemed cool. It just seemed cool. It is the the aluminum uh band around the outside is just really really cool. Well, it's a big ass phone, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, sorry. Are you going to put Thank a you going to do a case? Are you going to just do a screen protector. What are you going to do? Uh, I'm going to get a case. I really like these rubber transparent ones I get from, I don't remember the brand, um, mm-hmm. but they're like this. Cool. Get just a clear one. This is my previous phone. If you are planning to use a MagSafe charger mm-hmm. with that. Oh, then you need make the one sure with the you hole, get a right? case. Yeah. The magnetic disc thing. Make sure you get a case that is thin enough that it will still allow the magnets to, to connect. Yeah, I haven't thought about that. Maybe I will do a charger. They're so expensive, those accessories. Charger they are, crazy. but, you know, if you want it to charge fast with it, then it's like, I was like, all right, I'll pay the extra 30 bucks and get a... This is good point. Good point. Get a, get a good case. Uh, so anyway, that lady's okay now. Oh, yeah, look at you with the thing. Yep. What kind of case is I've it? I've got it. Is it just, is it the Apple one? This is the Apple one, and then I 3D printed a little... A little uh, holder for the MagSafe, so there's just this thing just goes. This is the one that obviously it's on my desk. That's so rad. It just goes, it just goes, chink, and it like holds onto it, and I don't even like I could turn it this way, and this phone ain't falling off. Yeah, yeah. No, that's Great. cool. Yeah, I forgot about the MagSafe stuff. Now I'm gonna have to think about it. Yeah, I mean, here's what you do: is uh, well, I was gonna say you could get the cheap case and then just take it to the Apple Store and try it out with their MagSafe charger and just see. Yeah, and um, and then return it. Did they say something about? I know they got rid of the um, the regular lightning cable, but they 
No, they still do the lightning. Oh, they just don't include one in the box. Yes. Well, it's US. I got this cable. Maybe it's just because of the Max, but it's USB-C to lightning. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes, right. I'm sorry. They don't include the the wall plug. Oh, right. Yeah, plastic. that was their big saving on yeah. plastic thing. Um, all right. Well, anyway, they're enjo- thank you, everyone, especially Android people. We know you hate this. Okay, moving on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Dan, Dan, the tabletop man will be joining us. Yeah, that's right. He's part of PM, but today's on an AM PM. So that'll be Whoa. fun. I know. Uh, but we got to play a song Great. before all that. And Brian is required to bring the song. So right now he probably has to prove that he wrote one. So what do you bring? It's crazy and Indian in the middle on uh, on a Friday. What? All right. This is cool. Um, this is Mav Carlo. And uh, what's cool about this song is that I'm pulling it up right now because I didn't have it ready. <laughs> now, this is this is cool. So this guy's doing a uh, Canadian tour, going across coast to coast in Canada right now on what's called the Socially Distanced Canadian Bubble Tour. Whoa, and <laughs> that's awesome. The poster, the poster is actually the, the full name of the, to- of the po- uh, tour is the, quote, I drove here and slept in my car and also I only peed on the side of the road. And, and I quarantined for two weeks and the shows are all socially distanced tour. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. This guy's awesome. Um, and this is, this is as Canadian as it gets, man. This is such a great song. The song is called uh, Wirewalker. It's from his brand new album, Strangers Like Us. Here's Mav Carlo and Wirewalker. All right. We'll be right back with Dan. Stay tuned.
like a wire walker Even when I'm scared Right out of my mind Oh, I gotta be brave talk about magic spoon the episodes brought to you by them oh just sitting down to a bowl of something more healthy is a good feeling isn't it for me growing up cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid but i had to give it up because it was full of sugar and junk stuff you shouldn't eat i mean you know when you're a kid you don't know any better but i can't do it now definitely i can't do it now but anyway trying to cut down on carbs and sugar and unhealthy food in general i basically realized i can't eat almost anything anymore the things I used to anyway. But hey, how about breakfast being good again? Well, Magic Spoon's got you covered. Zero sugar, 11 grams of protein, and only three neck uh, grams of carbs in each serving. And so many people have asked. And now I can finally tell you. You can build your own custom variety box. Yeah, that's right. Much sought after feature of the service. And now you can do it. You can choose from the best-selling cocoa, fruity, Frosted and blueberry flavors, plus brand new flavors, including peanut butter and cinnamon. I haven't tried the cinnamon yet. I'm kind of a cinnamon nut, and I'm sure it'll be good because that other stuff I've had from them is amazing. Anyway, it tastes amazing. Honestly, too good to be true. Really, it is. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. I think my favorite flavor has always been the cocoa. I like me some chocolate, and knowing that I'm not... Killing myself while eating it is a really nice feeling, too. And it tastes great. It's very, very good. Go to magicspoon.com slash TMS and build your own custom variety box and try it out today. And be sure to use the promo code TMS at checkout. That way you get free shipping. Magic Spoon is so confident their product is backed with 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they refund your money. No questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash TMS and use that code TMS at checkout. We thank Magic Spoon for sponsoring today's show. Did you guys know that you can straight up die from eating peanut butter? Like, isn't that crazy? Like, not just peanut allergy type of, you know, peanut allergy type meat. Like, straight up peanut butter could be too thick for your esophagus, so you f***ing choke on it and die. So, yeah, say what you will about people with peanut allergies, but we could die from peanut butter. What's worse? What's worse? I think we have just all been equalized. Too stylish? No. Burn in hell, you little green bastard. This is the morning stream. All right, welcome back to the program, everybody. Maybe you don't just like eat the entire jar of 
Peter Pan at once. You know, if you put it, spread it on a sandwich, you're probably not eating it fast enough for it all to lodge into your esophagus. That's what I'm saying. Or eat it with an apple. The fiber right. from the apple will help push the peanut butter through your bum hole. Exactly. exactly. That's how that works, right? I don't see any problem here. No. Like, who, who are they kidding? All right. Who are we doing now? <laughs> Dan. We're doing Dan. Uh, we're doing Dan. Let's bring him in and have a chat. This is just his normal time today. That's what's great. About it is. It. Right. Actually, yeah, it's funny. It's, uh, it's no different. Than <laughs> no usual. change for him. Yeah, exactly. So now, uh, where is it? Where's Dangent's thing? Oh, crap. Where's your thing, dude? Oh, oh no. Hold oh. on. Oh. Oh, I'm on the wrong. No, that's the button. Button. Uh, I know where my thing is. I hope well, you know where your thing I is. I can't find your thing. Hold on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is it sing us, sing us a new theme, Dan. Uh, give us a new. <laughs> is this sing a, us a song on that's the piano, man. Okay. <laughs> no, that's Brian. No, that's You're a, back. Oh, my gosh. It's not here. How did I lose it? Oh, All right. Well. I, How about I'm this? sorry, Dan. I'll give it to you next week. <laughs> be careful. May cause drowsiness. Done. See, we'll just there have you do is. that every time now. Forget it. We don't need to pre-record it. <laughs> Greetings program. Hey, it's uh, Dan Patrice. He is our Dan Dan the Tabletop Man. Comes on uh, usually our PM edition of the show, but you lucky regular old folks are getting Dan no matter what today. So take that. Uh, Dan, it's always good to talk to you. First of all, before we do anything, before we recommend any board games or tabletop fun or anything, yep. I need to know. Can you taste or smell things now? So it's, uh, I've been, I, I want to say I'm a, about 80% on both. Okay. Mm. So so this past weekend, perfect example, this past weekend, I was in Indianapolis for some hockey and we were at a, a uh, Sun King Brewery. So if anybody out there uh, likes beer and likes uh, cream ales and, and different types of beer, Sun King has a really good, has some really good beer. Uh, there was a vanilla orange uh, cream ale from Sun King. And I, I had I got a pint of it, and I could smell the vanilla like, like anything else, like any other vanilla in the world. I could smell it great. But when I went to taste it, it just it was, it was just a beer. Like I couldn't taste the orange or the vanilla. So I'm I'm still I'm still convinced that some of the artificial flavoring is still not translating into my taste buds as much, and mm-hmm. still not getting there. Mm-hmm. But pretty much most of my taste is is back. And well, you know the you good thing wasn't a very strong flavored uh, vanilla orange uh, taste in there. Well, I've had it before, so I know that. I, I usually I get this at Gen Con every year. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, I, right. so you've had it before. So, okay, gotcha. Oh yeah, and and <laughs> and, I, and I would hope that it it tastes pretty strong, as strong as it smelled. I mean, you could smell it from from Denver, man. It was that oh, really? strong. That's, oh wow. yeah, it was wow. crazy. But great, no other but other, was really other than good. this creeping back slowly to its normalcy. No other weird things have popped up. No no strange you know, secondary symptoms nothing, or anything. Nothing weird, and and this is kind of anecdotal. So I've been reading a lot of things uh, that some people have been having kind of long issues here and there. Um, and I play beer league hockey on Thursday nights, you know, trying to stay in at least a little bit of shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I have noticed that I get out of breath a little bit quicker, and I'm a little bit slower than normal to recover on uh, you know after my shifts on the ice. So. Uh, I don't know if that's just because I've, you know, been, you know, it's been a lockdown. We just started back to beer league about two months ago. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I've only been doing pickup and, and practice. So it could just be being a little bit out of hockey shape or it could be a COVID thing. So it's and it, obviously that's anecdotal, but uh, I have been reading that people have been, you know, having a little bit of hard problems, you know, hard time getting there, catching their breath. So I think 
um, it, it may be some residual, you know, in in the lungs a little bit, you know, some mucus in the lungs where the uh, transition of the O2 that I'm breathing into the bloodstream is taking a little bit longer than normal. So I'll keep monitoring that. But, you know, it's not bad. It just still sucks when you, mm-hmm. you can't go as hard as you want to go on the ice and you know you're just out of breath a little quicker yeah yeah and you've and you've um but you've actually played i didn't realize you were like getting on the ice and playing and stuff I, well, for my oh yeah i mean it's not full contact it's old man beer league hockey where you know the the whole idea <laughs> is to you, you just look forward to when the game is over so you can go get to the cooler in the locker room but uh but yeah i mean we go pretty hard and it's not again it's not full contact but you go hard and have a good time you i mean you're drenched when you're done because you get a good workout but yeah i play play as well well, that's awesome. I'm got. I'm well, I wouldn't say well is right. is anything to do with how I play. So you don't play as well. <laughs> you don't play well as well. You just play yes. as well. Okay. I just I'm I'm out there. That's your, well. that's that's enough for me to be impressed. So don't don't stress too much about it. Well, all right. I'm glad I'm glad that's getting better. That's the that's the big thing. Is you're one of my one of those people I know that that had the COVID and. And, you know, you think about your friends and you hope everyone's mm-hmm. all right and all that. Yeah, I appreciate it. And I hope everybody out there that has had the COVID is, you know, or uh, is scared of it and everything else. I hope everybody's just a little bit more at ease every day. I mean, I know a lot more lockdowns in North Carolina as of an hour ago, just lockdown sort of uh, again. Uh, it's just another one of those bizarre lockdowns that you are, you wonder about. So here's what we have. In North. I don't know if you guys have seen what we've got in North Carolina now. No, other than barbecue. So t- tell me more. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So as of five o'clock or four or five o'clock, they, uh, Governor Cooper uh, has locked down the state kind of again, indoor. So indoor uh, gatherings of no more than 10 okay. is what they're saying. That's, However, that's what we restaurants have too, by the still, way. Yeah. Oh, is that what you have too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So restaurants are still 50% and uh, you can still go to Walmart, you know, about 50% too there. So, so it doesn't matter, you know, just, you just can't have dinner with, I mean, they say if you're, if your immediate family is obviously over 10 or more, you're not going to make you kick out a couple of kids to the curb, but uh, no more than 10. If you're, if you can, uh, but you can take your family to Walmart if there are more than 10 of you and be just fine. You yeah. just can't if, be... if you want to set up a table and have turkey yeah, dinner exactly. at Walmart. So, okay, cool. Cool. <laughs> well, I don't it's, like so it's all nonsensical. I see in their reasoning, in their reason I'm not sure how sound it is. I mean, I I, I haven't seen again, a lot of the numbers are crazy because they but they said we're not really worried about those outdoor mass gatherings. Are, are you insane? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any that, gatherings. I don't understand yeah, it either. Exactly. So here so so in our state we had a similar change. It was gatherings of no more than 10 and they also were super encouraging about don't have people that don't live in your immediate household there you know that kind of stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then you look at the exemptions and one of them is church and i understand yes, that, everybody that's also here too everybody yep. wants to go to church i get it but that's part of the problem yeah is right you're yeah. all in church and there's way more than 10 at the church and so like they got this like weird like they don't want to ruffle the the religious feathers but at the same time they want to screw with your total amount of like it's just it's freaking mm-hmm. weird i don't get it like have yeah. one thing make it hard for two weeks fine and then they'll be done with it let's just do it and be done with it well i i would yeah. say we we would need um and we're probably heading for in january we're probably headed for another two months we would need at least a month in my opinion but the problem is it's it's still, again, you're not going to get a lot. Remember the last time when I said, you know, you only get one good shot because people are going to lose lose faith in it. You, ah, there's no telling. Again, if people are going to be home. They've never been touched by anything. With The second they go back outside, it only takes one or two people in an area to start another supercell. Now, um, now I don't know how religious you guys are. I'm a good old Catholic boy, and I love church like the rest of them. Sure. But 
my God, don't go to church. Are you crazy? <laughs> yeah. Right. Listen, if like I believe in God, there may be people out there. I don't I don't fault you if you don't. Listen, if there is a God, he don't care if I'm in one building or another nope. as long as I'm praying. Yep. There you exactly. go. Or he, I'm sorry, he's totally he or she. Cool. Yeah. So, right. you know, I don't want to. <laughs> wherever your, wherever your uh, tractor drives, that's Dave, uh, Dan's right. <laughs> like if you, if you think that it's somehow going to be better, I understand the need for fellowship and for sure community. But, you know, those things, I miss a lot of that stuff. I really do miss it. But for just now, let's maybe have a time where you don't so that you can one day have more of it again. That's yeah. all. No big deal. He's yeah, up there in his little imaginary cloud house saying, it's okay <laughs> if you guys don't go to uh, church today. Uh, stay home. Be safe. Yeah. Uh, maybe Ma- maybe do a uh, drive up and hunk your horn church. Yeah. Mask but, up. You know, stay safe. Or stay safe. Are you ready for a dangent? Yeah. Give me yes. a dangent. All right. So Was this uh, not a dangent? <laughs> no. We're, actually, yeah. We're dangenting from the dangent. So this kind of goes into my, you know, when, um, again, I'm speaking for God. I hope uh, he, she doesn't mind. Right. So uh, whenever we were talking about signing over the, you know, the donating your organs thing, yeah. you know, there's the big thing that like, uh, you know, I want to donate all the organs and save as many people as I can. And somebody was like, oh, well, um, if God comes and raises your, ra- raises your body, don't you want to have those organs? And I said, listen. If God comes down and raises me from the dead, I'm pretty sure if that's the least of my worries is the organs. Because if somebody can raise me from the dead, they're going to be able to get me the organs. No problem after that. <laughs> ah, you're not wrong. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's a good dangent. I enjoyed it. All right. Speaking so, of, I hope, uh, I hope I'm not kicked off the show. If uh, no, 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 uh, don't you worry. Be all over me after after this week. No, no, no. Let don't. them send their emails <laughs> from yeah, there. Let them come in. Towers. Everyone's a little fed up. Just let it roll in. There's other things to worry about right now. And the main thing is mask up, be nice to each other, and freaking you know do the exactly. best distancing you can and do what you can. Um, all right, Dan. We let's say there's a whole big holiday coming up where some people might have some time off, and they're like, you know what would be great is sitting around a table with my family that I live with and playing a rad board game or tabletop experience what did you bring this week to recommend you know what if you are stuck in quarantine of some sort or another uh unfortunately this game's only for two to four players so i probably should have thought ahead for the 10 and under players but but i went for a two to four players that's really good for the whole family Mm -hmm. scott you're gonna love this one and brian you will too actually you're gonna both love this game all right this is this is called Meeple Land. Oh, like, <laughs> I already like the name. Oh, it's such a great. I got to remember who. I think it's uh, Blue Orange Games. I believe. Uh, yes, Blue Orange Games. Okay. So very, very well known for family and uh, you know also children's game. So Meeple Land. What you're doing is you're putting together a uh, you know an amusement park. You know, with roller coasters, mm-hmm. uh, Ferris wheels, and such. And you have this big old board. I think it's like ten by ten squares on there. And what you do on your turn. You're going to either buy a tile, you're going to quote-unquote advertise, or you're going to pass. Now, the whole idea of the game is you're trying to get the most eclectic uh, kind of amusement park there is with all the different rides. There's, I think there's like 10 or 12 different rides. of, of, uh, of There's four squares, there's two squares, and then there's smaller ones as well out there. So on your turn, when you do buy a tile, each tile has uh, a price on it. So you'll have some money in front of you. But what's really cool is there's going to be on the tile... There will be the uh, you know the ride itself, and then there's also kind of a, a walkway or road, and then you'll have kind of meeples on the one side where you're going to attract when people come in. You'll get kind of money or points, you know, at the end of the round and at the end of the game, and you have to kind of connect. You have to connect the roads so that people can get to the different attractions from the from the front of the park. 
Okay. And what's really cool is, you know, if you, uh, you can have kind of dead ends here and there, but you'll lose some different points. And what advertising is, is on your turn, you could decide to advertise and you pay two or $3, depending on the tile that is upside down at the time. And then you'll bring in certain amount of, you know, a one or two color meeples and two or three different meeples of certain colors. And that's how they get into your place because certain uh, tiles with the different attractions will want either a green, a blue, uh, oh, yellow wow. yellow meeple or, or pink meeple. Okay. Uh, so depending on what meeples you want, you have to actually get them. So when you do pass, there are bus tiles. There's bus cards that come out each round. Uh, it's it's the number of players plus one. So the, each bus has a certain amount of meeples on there. When you pass, you choose which one of the buses. So you may want to pass earlier if there's a certain bus that has exactly the color meeples you want mm. because that's how you're going to get more money for the next round. Okay. And you really... Uh, you really want to kind of plan ahead so that uh, you know you have some money to obviously buy the different attractions to fill up your to fill up your you know your park. So depending on how many different attractions you have, you're going to get a certain amount of points at the end of the game. Very light, very uh, very cheeky, very easy to learn, uh, very easy to play. I played this with my family a couple times and we just had a blast. Uh, highly recommend this. Again, it's at Meeple Land by uh, Blue Orange Games. That sounds this is very right. cool. And it looks like you know when you're done playing. You've got this whole big amusement park laid out on your kitchen table with, uh, um, like the pirate ship and the Ferris. Oh yeah, I'm looking at this yeah, is really it cool. Like fun. And it's really cool because you can actually like when you're looking at it, you're like you can. I mean, and I'm sure I don't know. Um, I don't know if you guys are big amusement park heads. Like I can't get enough amusement. Totally. Parks. I do like yeah. a good amusement park. I, I will admit. You can almost like picture yourself walking through your little amusement park. <laughs> I know that's kind of geeky, but man, I, I can't get enough amusement mm. park because it's you know you picture yourself coming around the bend and you're like, oh my god, there's the Ferris wheel or there's yeah. the roller coaster. Yeah, oh, it reminds me of uh, okay, very cool. What's the PC game that's so good? Roller coaster uh, tycoon. Roller I think. coaster tycoon. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah I yep. love those games. I love feeling like I made mm -hmm. my own park. And then you guys have a, you guys have big amusement parks out in uh, in your states. Yeah, but Brian's got we some do, big yeah. stuff, right? We Let's, got we have Six Flags. Uh, used to be well, I guess it's not Six Flags Eliches anymore. It's just back to being Eliches for for about three years. It was a Six Flags park, but it's okay. uh, but it's a it's a very decent uh, uh, amusement park. Lots of rides. Our big one oh, is man. a place called Lagoon, which is. Uh, north of me about 40 minutes and it's a it's a big park lots of stuff but the thing that sets it apart or the thing that I always remembered about it growing up and even now all the rides are good rides they're all great crazy roller coasters weird stuff loop the loop stuff all, all the cool stuff you expect but they're all secondhand German rides so <laughs> they weren't built here made here or bought new they all had big tags on the back that said some German manufacturing company who made the ride in the first place and then date of manufacture. And then there was like another add on date of like, this is when Lagoon procured it, but they were never new. They were always a used ride that they would ship in. And <laughs> I just, used to think that was so weird, but they all worked. No one died. It was great. It was no problem. They were clean. It wasn't like a, you know, a carny kind of thing, but mm -hmm. I, I swear every ride was some old German ride. <laughs> Well, and you know, Six Flags is kind of known for kind of moving every few years. I think they move a few of their different roller coasters and stuff because they, I think they kind of make them that way so that they can pick them up and move them a little yeah, bit. They're pretty much here and there, but it's a huge but, uh, pain. You got to have like a fleet of trucks and stuff, but still, it's like you could you could pick up and move a a disassembled roller coaster. 
to yeah. another state if you had to. I mean, I went to Cedar Point a few years ago, and my God, did I love Cedar Point. And we went over oh, 4th of July, which you would think like certain holidays would be way packed. Oh, yeah. it, was, it was like half empty. It was awesome. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so Cedar good. Point is one of these. I've, I've never gone. We might have been planning to do that in 2020. We're probably pushing that out a couple of years, but basically doing a train ride that goes to... Uh, from Denver to Colorado and then renting a car and, or I'm sorry, Denver to Chicago and then renting a car from Chicago to get to Cedar Point. Not right. the same as the uh, Cleveland steamer, everybody. Yeah, that's not a train, turns out. That's not a train. Yeah. Uh, I tried to don't, buy tickets and you don't want to know what showed up at my door. Nope. Yeah, make sure Safe Search is on for that one. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Alright, well very cool. This Meeple Land looks like a winner to me. Uh, gonna and it's cheap. I think out. it's only like 30 bucks at most or something like that. But it, but I highly recommend everybody uh, check that out. And Scott, like the rule book? Yeah. Then, it's got pictures and everything. You'll oh, love it. Perfect. Man. It's like it's it's eight pages, but but like half the pages are just pictures. You're You're singing my song, dude. That sounds great. (laughs) I have no trouble with it. Uh, Well, excellent. This is hopefully a good idea for a bunch of you out there who are trying to think of some good ideas for the holidays when you want to do some tabletop and pull the kids away from their Pokemon or whatever it is they're doing. (laughs) Sounded old, didn't it? Get away from. Well, if you do Pokemon Go, that's pretty good for uh, you know walking around with your family. That's uh, true. Get some extra fresh air. Yeah, I wish I. Is let me ask. Okay, but here's a question for you. Pokemon yeah. Go. Is it the kind of thing that if somebody in 2020, I'm not even talking about me, but let's just say somebody said, oh yeah, I heard about that, but is it too late for me to even like enjoy it? Am I way behind? Can can they still pick it up and go? And They can totally, yeah, absolutely. And what's cool is you're going to get, or this person who you're asking for, <laughs> will get all of the, all of the research task um, uh, events all to finish as well so like you'll be like oh okay now get five to complete this thing and you'll get a a so-and-so character that was only available for a limited time so interesting you you know it's very very easy to catch up and you'll you'll get it's like you'll basically get a bunch of quests already in your quest log if uh to to make the world of warcraft analogy you'll begin the game with a bunch of great quests in your quest log to, oh, to complete oh well, that, that's my favorite part of it is all those those millions of quests that are in the you know the field yeah. research because it, it's yeah. that's the fun part it is it totally is yeah exactly well uh okay well i feel like we've got advice from two experts in their field today and uh i'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> move forward with my life uh dan uh always fun to hang out with you man thanks for being here for our weird uh thursday friday episode that we're doing no i love it i'm glad i could be back we're actually we're heading up to philly again uh next weekend uh in, unless they they close uh pennsylvania which is entirely possible but uh but we've got some more hockey um so you guys may appreciate this so we, yes. we, we just uh so we, we just dropped the geek all-stars this week we just dropped an episode where we uh spoiled the hell out of the first two episodes of the mandalorian and uh, like we like to do, I think our chat about the Mandalorian was longer than the episodes themselves. So you'll, <laughs> uh, everybody will appreciate that. So check that out. How do you feel about children eating uh, small, unfertilized frog, sentient frog eggs? How's that? How do you so, so here's my take on on the whole episode. Not to spoil our, our the Geek All Stars. So my my whole my whole thing is even mediocre. Mandalorian is the greatest thing I've ever seen, oh, and it's I love so that good. Episode. See, that's the thing like, is I don't understand. People are offended by the eggs, but I don't understand why because it's I get the joke, and it's also if you've ever had a two year old, they eat mm-hmm. everything, yes. dude. Yeah, they put everything in their mouth, right? Yeah, but but here, but here's the thing too. So uh, the baby Yoda is like what 40 50 years old 50, yeah. and you try to put that into human percentages of whenever yoda passed away so he's probably like <laughs> mentally wise five maybe seven years old so yeah. 
he kind of knows. But but even that, I mean, I'm not even worried about like I'm not offended or anything like that. It's the it's the fact that like the the running gag the whole time was that he constantly had one of those. You know, the, the baby constantly had one of those, and it was like, all right, enough, we get it. It's funny. And then yet <laughs> at the very end, the very end when it, when Yoda eats another one, yeah. I was like. All right, that's very. I was <laughs> I laughed, so like, it's still funny and it's yeah. still good. The episode itself, it. I, I don't care if they have the monster of the week episodes. That's fine. Ooh, I don't give oh, a no, crap. It's I just want. like I, I, I think the problem was episode one was so damn good. I mean, it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Timothy Oliphant, bring no, him back. Amazing. He was bring him back amazing. all the time. I don't think yeah, he's done. His I think own spinoff show. Yeah, I think I think he'll be back anyway. But but my mm-hmm. whole my whole jam, all of it is good. You, I didn't. There was nothing I hated mm-hmm. about the first season either. Mm-hmm. The bring me monster of the week. I don't care if yeah. somebody perceives mm-hmm. an episode as weak. It, this is Star Wars for me now. This is it. Like it made me forget about those three sequels. I don't even care about those anymore. Don't even care about the last. I, I just want. I want like 15, 16. I just or give me a hundred episodes. I just don't want. I never want it to end. <laughs> what what yeah. Patreon level do we have to to pay to get a <laughs> exactly. uh, hundred episodes just to get it? And every week, no seasons, none of this stuff. Yeah. Give us an episode every damn week. Just binge a hundred episodes all at once. I'm sure that's a healthy yes. mental thing ah, to do. So good, Dan. It's always a pleasure. Uh, Geek Chalk Blog on Twitter, and of course, uh, check out his shows and all that other stuff. Dan, have a fantastic week. Be good, boys. Happy right. Thanksgiving. We'll right. see you soon. I hope you can smell Get your chill. turkey. I'll see you later. <laughs> smell your turkey. Um, smell okay. my turkey. Well, you smell my yeah, turkey. Yeah, I'm going to... I decide I'm going to uh, butcher my turkey. Oh, yeah? Separate the, the breasts and the thighs. Get them in, sep- in separate... Uh, put them in separate Ziploc bags. Yeah. Sous vide them. Yeah. Uh, put the rest of the turkey in a pot and cook it overnight to boil it down to make gravy. And uh, have sous vide turkey with uh, uh, with with carcass gravy. Mm. Oh, geez, that sounds good. I'm yeah. I'm all in on your plan. I would like to come over. I'll cool. see you carcass gravy, carcass mm. gravy, mm. carcass gravy. Mm. Uh, okay, a couple of quick things. I, I launched yes. a contest on the instance that won't happen until the week I get back. But I wanted to let everybody know that we're giving away an entire decked out uh, Nvidia 3080 based com- uh, gaming rig from doghouse systems and intel it's like a little uh joint thing they're working on and it's got i mean this thing is just like massively specced and i talked about it on the show today so if you listen to the instance you hear all about it but there'll be more to come anyway if you're interested and you're in this audience and you're like oh man i could use a new gaming pc we're going to give one of those away on the 27th at 7 p.m mountain time uh on a special stream where we're going to give a bunch of stuff away but that's the big ticket item and i cannot wait for someone to get it this thing's like a three thousand dollar rig like, That's so, so cool. Nice. Oh, very excited. And also, Brian Schmibbit is not allowed to. <laughs> Wait, no, no. Brian Ibbit is not allowed, oh. but Brian Schmibbit <laughs> is definitely uh, uh, around, available to. I don't uh, want to discriminate against all these Schmibbits, but uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's going to be good. So watch for that. Also, there will be a film sack this weekend, despite what I said. I screwed up on my brain on last episode and didn't get my dates right. So we are here this weekend. It's the next weekend we're not here. So, That's right. That's uh, right. Tomorrow League show. of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That's right. We celebrate the uh, the life and death of Sean Connery with the film he hated making the most by watching it together. <laughs> pay tribute. Let's not celebrate his... We'll yeah, celebrate his true. life and pay tribute to his death. That's the that. last thing he made, too. So uh, I know. <laughs> watch for heck, that. man. It's a long time to not make a movie, actually, between then and when he died. But anyway, yeah. so that's this weekend. And a reminder that I'm not here next week, so there are no TMSs Monday through Thursday. And we'll be back the following week. So don't stress yourselves about it too much. What? 
I know. Why didn't you put this up? Like, why didn't you say why, this anywhere? Why haven't I mentioned this earlier, you're saying? Why didn't you mention this anywhere else? Yet? I don't know what was what came over me. I should have. <laughs> why am I just finding out about this now? For all of you that are like Brian is pretending to be, <laughs> now you know, okay? There's no shows next week, but, and we're going to miss you guys, and maybe I'll record something fun while I'm out, but for, for all intents and purposes, no structured uh, shows next week. All right, so that's it. Patreon.com slash TMS is how you support the show, as you know. Thanks to everybody who already does. Frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else. Brian, let's get out of here. We need song to go. What do we have? Well, we have a song going out to Monica. Happy (laughs) birthday today, Wicked Kitten. She does so much for the show, especially, you know, when we have our uh, play dates, our Patreon play dates. Mm -hmm. She is working harder than anybody else by a factor of 10. Because, you know, we're playing games. She is, like, getting people loaded into the game, helping them out, giving them the code, making sure they're set. She's the best. And um, we thank her and, and really We think the world of her. She's awesome. And also uh, thinking about her mom, who also has COVID, and we hope she's okay. Oh, right. Yes. Yes. Uh, she writes in and says, Dear Shogun and Baron, it's that time. Are those two of uh, Trump's sons? Uh, it's that time again. <laughs> it's my birthday month. And with that comes my annual re- request letter update and song combo. So for those of you who love continuity, this one's a doozy. This year has been rough for all sorts of new reasons. But in the end, I feel like things are moving in the right direction. I finally cleaned up my life and set up my home studio. If you build it, they will come. I started developing my dream podcast. And while I was doing the work, I somehow became a new host on two, yes, two Blizzard game podcasts. I'm happy i'm excited and i'm exhausted this email is one fourth less funny because i'm sleepy and i'm even writing this letter while half asleep that's too much math for me so i'm going to just let you enjoy the silence oh long pause (laughs) could you please play enjoy the silence by love cannon words are very unnecessary unless you're a podcaster and then that's all that you do you guys sound kind of sparkly love you guys sign monica wicked kitten 13 nice happy birthday monica you got to play that. Oh, you I got to play that. Is that the rule? Sparkly. Yes, right. Uh-huh. All right. Hold on. Freaking now. I got to go find it. Search for sparkly. I wasn't ready. Okay. Sparkly. Here we go. Sparkly. Here it is. I've, oh, I found it. Oh, we got to make sure sounds piping through there. Boy, it's a long process. Okay. There it is. Now, now we got it. You guys sound kind of sparkly. There you go. Naked Daryl in his bed. Sounding sparkly. <laughs> I just don't need to know. Uh, this is from Love Cannon, who followed up their their two greatest hits albums, the only two albums they released that were both greatest hits albums, with a third album called Cover Story, came out in 2018. Here is Love Cannon and their cover of Depeche Mode's Enjoy the Silence. See you guys soon. like violence to break the silence and come crashing in into my little world painful to me pierced right through me can't you understand oh my little girl all i ever wanted all i ever needed is here in my arms words are very unnecessary they can only do
Show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this 
at frogpants.com. Narp.